Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be back for another episode of The Stories, and I come bearing freaking awesome news. Next week, somebody that I really admire is going to be a guest on the podcast. We're going to have our second guest in the list of many. I'm kind of just trying to project that onto my life. I don't actually <laughs> have a huge lineup, but it's it's the reason that I really take my time, I think, with deciding who I want to speak on the podcast, really thinking through what would be best is because I want to do everything that I focus on with this podcast with purpose. And I want to make sure that I'm bringing somebody to the table that not only I admire and listen to, but somebody that I really think will touch the masses and will touch those of you that listen to this podcast. And because I want it to be something for the people that I'm interviewing, you know, that they want to share. So the question that I asked this last person that's going to be coming on next week is, you know, if you had your own podcast, what would you want to say? What would you want to share right now? Like if you had a podcast, it was on and going and it was time for your next episode, what's on your heart? And when I was talking to him and he was sharing what he wanted to speak about with me, I was so overwhelmed with emotion. I was almost moved to tears because in just listening to him, I knew not only was I like, okay, this is going to be really good. Um, but I learned something about a really close friend that opened my eyes even more. And so it just, you know, reinstates the importance of this project and why I'm doing it uh, for you all and for myself. And it's just been incredible. So thank you for sticking along and for listening. And I'm really excited for what's to come. I had a different episode planned for today, actually. I'm a little bit frustrated with myself because I had it all written out. But something was really heavy on my heart that just shifted my focus. And this happens a lot when I'm feeling really creatively inspired or when I'm writing in the sense of I'll have something on my mind that I want to put out or that I just want to create or write. And then suddenly I feel shifted. And so I, I don't know how else to start this by saying for some reason I felt my mindset shifted to the walls of Jericho. And <laughs> I don't really know how this is going to work. I don't know if this is going to loop around. If it doesn't, I might have to hit another record, but if it does, it's going to be awesome. And I was just thinking about though, how the Israelites marched around the walls once every day for six days with the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant. And on the seventh day, they marched seven times around the walls. And then the priests blew their ram's horns and the Israelites raised a great shout and the walls of the city fell. And I, I was reading through that, through that story this morning. And of course, in the way that I took it, I was like, what walls am I walking around? Probably not the way I should have focused on my private time, my personal time this morning with the Lord. But I, of course, had to relate it back to, to my love life. And I was like, what walls am I facing? And I feel like, and I don't know if you all ever feel this way, like I'm walking around the city of my dreams. But I, when I say this, I don't mean Washington, D.C., which shout out to D.C. is the city of my dreams, um, or Huntsville, Alabama, which I also love a lot. I mean, I'm walking around. I, almost when I say city, it's more so just like the structure of what I want my life to be really badly. And a lot of that is, and a lot of what I look into so often is wanting to be with that person and with my partner that I'm going to be with for the rest of my life with my husband. And in the city, I see my family really excited that I'm married. I see my friends being a part of the marriage and a support system. And in a really weird way, I see my future children wanting me to join them in the promise of the future. And this is something that's really, and it's, I'm not saying this in a way where it's like, oh, I just want to be married and, you know, happily ever after, whatever it might be. 
not necessarily that for sure, like who doesn't, but I think the idea of having a partner to walk through life with, having a partner to serve the Lord with, having a partner to have these experiences with is something that I'm so pumped about. And it was one of the first times I think recently I've been feeling in this way where I don't feel sad about it. And I don't feel, you know, depressed in the way that I'm still single. And I don't feel like I'm being shorted in any way. I've just oddly felt really close. And that doesn't mean that like within the next few weeks, I'm going to meet my husband. I mean, I'm knocking on wood right now. Literally, if I do, awesome. But it's really interesting to change my perspective that way. And when I was reading, you know, that story about the walls of Jericho, definitely doesn't directly correlate. But I was thinking about how, the, you know, just about the fact that, you know, the emotion that the Israelites must have felt once they reached that promise, you know, but hitting a wall and then marching around the walls continuously until they fell. And I feel like we're all marching around our own walls. I think that there's, and I'm going to use the examples of cities, but, you know, it could be marching around the walls of completing college. It could be marching around the walls of your relationship, marching around the walls of your family, of your job, really whatever it is. And you're like peeking in and you can just see like a little bit of God's promise and of what you really want, or just of the promise that you've made to yourself that you're really looking for and continuing to march. Right. And I feel like what we're going through, even as a society, this is the march. Um, you've been, you have to be there for the march and call out to the atmosphere what God is creating for you. And I just really feel something changing in the spirit, not just in my life, but in society. And as we're ending the end of 2020, and you know, not just in the realm of God, hopefully creating my husband specifically for me, but more so in the seeds of life. And I really do believe that there's a difference between being unseen and being hidden, but I'm thankful for his protection. And I honestly feel like a lot of the things that have been, you know, transitioning for myself (laughs) for a minute, transitioning from my love life, um, a lot of the things that have been happening in 2020, it's not that they hadn't been happening, but it's that they were finally revealed in a way where people felt like they had the time to pay attention to them. And that's something that I really want to pull apart because 2020 has been a time of anxiety and distress. It's been a time where racial injustices are highlighted, not because, like I said, it's the first time that they've ever happened, but because we finally have the time to focus in on them. And it's incredible as I'm watching my closest friends find their voices to be brought to light by those who finally have their attention. And our mission has not been unseen, it's been hidden, but now I really feel like something's being revealed in the grand scheme of things. And like I said, we're all marching around our own walls for myself, more personally, it's walls of protection, first dates, getting asked every day if I'm seeing anyone and excitement of knowing God is handcrafting someone in his image for myself. For our society, it's walls of inequity, arrogance and hatred being broken down to reveal the light of his promises. Speaking on the society side, we still have a really long ways to go. I don't know that we'll ever feel like we've finally broken down the walls to Jericho and we finally kind of reached that and, you know, to each their own promised land in that sense. But I just find it so interesting that we're, I feel like in society, we're finally seeing movement and we're seeing a lot of people move in this really incredible direction and breaking down these walls. And something that I want to challenge you to do this week is to address your walls. And if it's as small as, thinking about the fact that you want to be in a certain place of your life, that's okay. Like, I'll be honest, mine seem really unimportant in the grand scheme of things, but I found that addressing what keeps me up at night helps me rest better for the next day ahead to continue to to work for empowerment and inclusion. 
And somehow it's possible to do both, right? To address the personal walls in your life. What do I want? What do I feel like I need personally? And how can I better serve society after addressing those? You know what I mean? Like, what are the walls? What are these bigger walls that we have to face? And I think like, as you break those down more personally, you feel a little bit more equipped to do it on the larger scale. So even if your wall is figuring out how to budget, or if your walls are trying to figure out how to be successful, whatever it might be, I think it's impossible. I think it's it's totally possible to to address those. And I want to hear about those. You know, what mission are you marching towards so the walls can be broken down to your promise? And I know that more will always come. Like, there, it's not going to be like you break down through this and everything seems perfect and everything seems like it's perfectly aligned. But for some reason, when I was reading through that scripture this morning, I was really thinking about the drive that we all have to continue marching, the drive that... I feel like I have when it comes to looking for this or, or, you know, better yet, not looking for it and trying to wait and see like, what will the Lord provide? And I just think the correlation is really interesting and saying, okay, I'm going to do this personally in my life. I'm going to do this professionally with my job. I'm going to do this socially and what I want to see change in the world. And I want to keep marching around in circles and in circles over and over again until we can rejoice. Um, and then on my end, until I can rejoice with my husband, you know, and I think it's a cool, a cool correlation to draw. I don't think you should spend too much time so focused on, okay, wait, what walls am I walking around? What's really hard in my life? And that's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm saying it's, it's really impressive when you see that drive in yourself, what you're working towards, but don't keep it there. Don't just keep it focusing on getting in perfect shape or doing this or whatever it might be really spread that drive out and make sure that you're marching kind of within your own inner circle. And then a lot more than that, because you definitely have the capability to do it. Once again, I have absolutely no idea why I felt like I needed to share that. Maybe this will touch one person. And if it does, I promise that'll be enough. If everybody else is like, what the heck is Bria talking about today? That's totally fine. Let's revisit next week. I know my guests will hit the mark, but um, I'd like, I always say this, I would love to hear your thoughts on marching around your own walls. What are you marching around? Does it, does it feel like you're, you're at the very beginning of it? Does it feel like you're in the middle and there's no hope in sight? Do you feel like you're really close, but still kind of trying to understand that understanding his promises, understanding the promises that you feel have been made to you and any other scheme? I would be so, so happy to hear more about that. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. It has been an honor to have you. I can't wait to be back again next week. Please continue to listen to the podcast on Apple Music and on Spotify. Can't even believe I'm shouting out Apple Music right now or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. But I do know that that is where you can rate the podcast and comment on it, which is really, really helpful. And I really, really appreciate it. So please be sure to do that. Like I said, if you ever have any ideas or anything that you're really feeling called by on the podcast or anyone that you think I should have on as guests, even if it's yourself, shout yourself out. Um, always feel free to let me know. This project has been one of the most life-giving missions I've ever interacted with. And to be able to have the conversations that I've been having with people from this have completely given purpose to my day to day. Not that I was lacking it before, but I was, I felt like I was just spewing out purpose everywhere. I was just, couldn't really find a way to focus it. So I was just doing all these sporadic things, but to have this kind of direct impact and this direct work to put out for you has been absolutely incredible. And I don't know that I'll ever stop. Even if only one person is listening every week, like I'm still about to be here. Um, so I hope that you, I hope that you're that person and I hope that you stick along. 
but um, this has been really awesome. And if you feel like you've heard more from the Walls of Jericho story and you've got something you want to share, let me know. Maybe we can revisit another week. But it was just really weighing on my heart. And I always want to share things immediately as I'm feeling them like that with you all. Really hoping it'll touch somebody. Um, even if it's just one person, that's more than enough for me. Thanks so much for listening. Have an awesome week and see you next week.